This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to SaskAg Today with your host, Ryan Young. Hey everyone, welcome to SaskAg Today. It's brought to you by Milligan Bio, the leading buyer of heated and damaged canola in Saskatchewan wants to buy your seed. Visit MilliganBio.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Here's what we got on today's show. Farmers are likely looking ahead to next spring. And Kevin Hirsch with SaskAgToday.com looked into whether acreage would go up or down based on prices right now. Sask Wheat, meantime, released the latest market outlook for the week. And the Farming for Health Committee presented a sizable check to the Health Foundation of East Central Saskatchewan over the weekend. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. You're listening to Sask Ag Today on 620 CKRM. This is Sask Ag Today with 620 CKRM Ag News Director Ryan Young. Sask Ag Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And Farm Fresh Water, fix your water problems. Visit farmfreshwater.ca. Now that harvest is basically complete, farmers are turning their attention to next season. Part of the decision-making process is looking at which crops to plant based on prices. Chief Agricultural Editor of SaskAgToday.com Kevin Hirsch dove into the numbers to find out what are the better options. Hirsch looked at prices now compared to the same time last year and noted most are down but a few are a bit higher. He says the price for canola has slumped. The, the changes uh, we've seen at the beginning of this week, uh, canola now at the, at the farm gate uh, priced under $15 a bushel from what I can see. That's 4 or $5 a bushel less than a year ago. And not only is that return going to factor into decision making, but the, the drop in price is going to reduce crop insurance price and coverage and in some of the areas that maybe seeded canola because it was a really good incentive from the, the crop insurance coverage, that's going to decline as well. So I think uh, canola is going to be a acreage loser next year uh, when you start doing the analysis unless something very dramatic changes between now and spring. Spring wheat is down over $2 a bushel compared to a year ago, and feed barley is also down by nearly $2. Barley is going to take the bigger acreage hit. Uh, China is, again, buying its feed barley from Australia, by and large, and American corn seems well-entrenched as an alternative in Alberta's feedlot alley, so upside potential for feed barley seems limited. So I think canola and feed barley are, are two that probably have reduced acreage uh, potential for next year. Hirsch says Durham wheat was one of the biggest disappointments. If you compare prices year over year, it's down only marginally from last year, but it is a big disappointment because as the the drought took hold on the western side of Saskatchewan and in southern Alberta, many growers were expecting a, a repeat of 2021 when drought conditions pushed Durham uh, above $20 a bushel. And Durham did zoom up for a while, hit close to $15 a bushel, but then it steadily slipped and is now in the $13 a bushel or lower range. 
And and that's still a, a strong premium over spring wheat. So I don't expect the acreage will crash. It'll probably stay pretty steady. Uh, but unexpectedly, there's been large Durham exports from Turkey, and that's been pegged as one of the reasons why Durham, at least to this point, has not reached its price potential that some thought it would have earlier in the year. He says oats is one of the bright spots with a 50 cent a bushel increase, adding if the price continues to improve, so will the acreage. After the break, Hirsch will break down prices for pulse crops and how producers would likely interpret this information. You're listening to Saskag Today on 620 CKRM. We're back with Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskag today is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch. For Prairie 6-inch eaves trough, size matters. So see Prairie 6-inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist, prairieeavestrough.ca. And Western Ag Professional Agronomy. If you want to make cropping decisions with confidence, visit growmoreprofit.com. We're back with Kevin Hirsch, Chief Agricultural Editor of SaskAgToday.com, who crunched the numbers on crop prices and how that can influence seeding intentions for next spring. Before the break, he looked at prices for canola, spring wheat, durum wheat, feed barley, and oats. Most were down compared to the same time a year ago, except for oats. Now we're on to pulse crops, and Hirsch noted they are a mixed bag. Yellow field peas uh, at uh, about $10 a bushel are, are down about a couple of dollars compared to a year ago. So they're, they're not looking as uh, attractive, but green peas are, are over $15 a bushel. And so I expect to see some switch from yellow peas to green peas. And then there's a, a specialty pea called maple peas, and they're, they're riding high at a price of around $25 a bushel. Uh, they, uh, because seed will be so expensive and seed availability may be an issue and, and that crop can go from boom to bust because it's a minor acreage specialty pea, it's hard to know what will happen with maple pea acreage, how much that might increase and how much of a viable opportunity that is. But I expect to see a, a continued switch from yellow to green peas given that strong price differential. And that's likely also to happen with lentils, where red lentils are 36 or 37 cents a pound. That's up a little bit, a couple, three cents as compared to last year at this time. But large green lentils have been around 63 cents a pound. And that's 13 or 14 cents a pound above a year ago. And other green lentil classes are are also quite strong. So I would expect more green lentils to go in the ground in 2024. Maybe a slight increase in reds as well, but certainly there will be a bias towards green lentils given that kind of price signal at this point. He says flax at $17 a bushel is down over $2 from last year and doesn't expect additional acres of that crop as a result. Canary seed is about the same year over year at around 45 cents a pound. While this is a lot of information to process, Hirsch says it will be interpreted differently from farmer to farmer. Well, everybody makes their own decisions and and not all crops are uh, adapted to all areas or a a viable alternative. What some producers, especially in the specialty crops, will look for is where new crop contract prices come out. This is especially true of mustard, where a lot of that crop is contracted. And it, in recent years, has been the crop where contract prices for new crop come out the earliest. I would expect them to be out sometime in the next couple of weeks. And so... 
the contract prices are a better indicator of, of where some of the buyers are committed to buying you know, the new crop at. So looking at current prices can be deceptive because prices can change between between now and then. But certainly as the, the winter proceeds and, and the price directions producers see uh, will certainly be affecting their, their cropping plans as they do their, their cropping budgets for the new year. The numbers he compiled came from a few different sources. South Ministry of Ag, if you go on their website, uh, they have uh, a pretty good lineup of some of the most of the current prices, and there's various sources you can use and market newsletters so that you can go back in history and look at what prices were a year ago. Uh, sometimes it's a little surprising. Your memory fails you as to where prices were actually at one year ago. You remember some of the highs and the lows, but you don't necessarily remember where things were at uh, a year ago. I didn't remember that uh, canola was actually over $19 a bushel at, at this time last year. But the, the, the relative direction of these prices and, and the sentiment as to what's profitable and, and what's looking good certainly can change over time. And I think that canola and barley is uh, the two that I would peg at this point to lose favor in, in acreage for 2024. That's Kevin Hirsch with com, And you're listening to SaskAg Today. Coming up next is today's Ag Review. You're tuned in to SaskAg Today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Egg Review with Doug Falconer of GX94 is brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Farm groups are calling on senators to reject any amendments to Bill C-234 coming from the Senate's Agriculture and Forestry Committee. The private member's bill, which was originally designed to remove the federal carbon price or tax from natural gas and propane used on farms for activities such as drying grain and heating barns and greenhouses, is facing a critical vote when it returns from the committee to the Senate. If the Senate as a whole accepts an amendment that was approved by the Senate Ag Committee last week to remove the carbon tax exemption for buildings, the entire bill would have to be sent back to the House of Commons, where it could be delayed indefinitely. However, if senators take the unusual step of rejecting a committee's amendment, the original bill could be presented for third and final reading in the Senate, the last step before receiving royal assent. Supply and demand estimates for Canadian grains and oilseeds saw little change in the latest outlook for principal field crops from Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada released Monday. Canola ending stocks for 2023-24 were left unchanged at 1 million metric tons, which compares with the 2022-23 level of 1.506 million metric tons. Canadian canola exports in 2023-24 were forecast to be down by about 3% on the year at 7.7 million metric tons, with domestic usage relatively steady at 10 million tons. Wheat ending stocks for 2023-24 were left unchanged at 3.6 million metric tons, which would be down only slightly from the 3.658 million ton carryout from the previous crop year. Projected Canadian wheat exports of 21.3 million metric tons compare with 25.666 million in 2022-23. 
The pulse and special crops only saw minor adjustments, with projected P-ending stocks for 2023-24 left unchanged at 275,000 metric tons, while lentils were lowered by 50,000 metric tons to only 100,000 tons. That compares with carryout of 498,000 metric tons for peas in 2022-23 and 147,000 metric tons for lentils. Things are quiet right now on the chickpea front, but that could change in a few weeks. That's according to Jake Hansen of Midwest Grain in Moose Jaw. While he says chickpea purchases by exporters have slowed down in recent weeks, chickpea prices have gone up in all varieties compared to one year ago. Prices for Kabuli chickpeas, sized 8 millimeters or larger, increased anywhere between 2.3 and 7.8 cents per pound, to a range between 48 and 57.8 cents per pound delivered, according to Prairie Ag Hotwire as of Monday. 8-millimeter Kabulis went up 4 cents a pound in price from last week and 5.3 cents per pound from last month. Kabulis measuring 7 millimeters went up in price by 3.8 cents per pound to a range of 34 to 39.8 cents. Desi number one chickpeas rose by 10 cents a pound to between 36.5 and 40 cents, while B90 number one prices went up 3.8 cents per pound to a range of 37.8 to 39.8 cents. Ontario Provincial Police say one person has died after what they describe as a farming fatality that happened just outside of London, Ontario. Police say officers responded to a rural property in Thames Centre after a report of an incident involving a farm vehicle. OPP say, quote, as the result of a mishap in a woodlot, a person operating a tractor was pronounced dead at the scene. Officials say no charges will be laid and that the investigation is complete. The Manitoba Ag-X will celebrate its 50th year when it opens today at the Keystone Centre in Brandon. Mark Humphreys, general manager of the Provincial Exhibition, says this year's event will feature the largest collection of livestock entries in years. Manitoba Ag-X is the largest all-breeds cattle show in Manitoba, attracting exhibitors and visitors from all over the Prairie Provinces. Students across Brandon, meanwhile, will get the chance to learn more about agriculture with Moo Mania, an event that offers hands-on educational opportunities for grades 3, 4, and 5 students. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falcon. It's your Saskag Today weather on your voice of Saskatchewan. 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, a mainly cloudy sky and a 30% chance of flurries. Winds up to just 15 kilometers an hour, high of minus 6 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy and a 30% chance of flurries early this evening. Winds again at 15 clicks, a low of minus 15 degrees with the wind chill, minus 23 overnight. Tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy, winds up to 15 kilometers an hour, high of minus 6. Wind chill, minus 23 in the morning, and a low of minus 10. On Friday, cloudy, high of minus 5, the low minus 12. Saturday, partly cloudy, 
Same temperatures, high minus 5, low minus 12. Cloudy on Sunday, high minus 5 again, the low minus 9. Monday, partly cloudy, high of minus 5, the low minus 11. And Tuesday, a bit warmer, sunshine, and a high of plus 2. Normal highs for this period are much warmer, 7 degrees. Normal lows, round seasonal, minus 6 degrees. Sun rose at 7.37 this morning, and the sun will set at 5.47 p.m. It's also a bit of a snowfall warning in effect for the southeastern part of Saskatchewan, including areas uh, around Estvan and Weyburn. There's about 10 to 20 centimeters, or 15 to 25 centimeters of snow is expected. Taking a look around the province, in Estevan, minus 5, minus 11 in Swift Current, Saskatoon, minus 5, Weyburn, minus 6, and Yorkton, minus 7 degrees. The warmish spot in Saskatchewan is in Island Falls at minus 2.2, cool spot in Cypress Hills Provincial Park, minus 12.4 degrees. In Regina, mostly cloudy, northwest wind at 15 kilometers an hour, humidity at 82%, temperature minus 9 degrees or 17 Fahrenheit, barometric pressure at 102.7 and rising. In Moose Jaw, it's mostly cloudy, west-northwest wind at 18, temperature minus 9. Again in Regina, mostly cloudy, northwest wind at 15, temperature minus 9. Back in a moment. Catch up with all your ag news anytime at saskagtoday.com. Now, back to Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskag Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougalAuction.com. Mercantile Consulting Venture is noting a couple of adjustments made in Saskatchewan Agriculture's final crop report of the year, released last Friday. Analyst Michael Wilton, in the latest Sask Wheat Market Update, says Saskag boosted its production forecast for hard red spring wheat by three bushels an acre to an average of 42.6 bushels an acre. If true, this is over half a bushel per acre above average and would add almost 900,000 tons of supply to the Canadian spring wheat balance sheet. In turn, that would boost national production to 22.9 million metric tons compared to the 22.1 million estimate from Stats Canada. Saskatchewan Agriculture also made a big change to its final Durham estimate, putting the crop much smaller than original projections. Wilton says in the October 2nd crop report, Saskag estimated average Durham yields at 33 bushels an acre. That number was slashed down to 23.8 bushels an acre in the final report. This is only slightly lower than the Agriculture and Agriculture Food Canada projection of 25.6 bushels per acre. The volume of Canadian exportable wheat will be down 30% from last year. Wilton is confident there will be a market for Canadian Durham as competitors' supplies continue to shrink. Turkey, plus Russia and Kazakhstan, should run out of exportable supplies by the end of the calendar year, which should face importers back to Canada. However, we do worry about the size of the premium of Durham over spring wheat. One country is buying a lot of hard red spring wheat on the world market. China may be filling in the gap from wheat crops damaged by heavy rain in May and June. The overall impact of the rain is difficult to assess, but the recent Chinese buying spree could be an indication of the impact of the rain. Chinese wheat imports in September were 620,000 tons, up 66% from the same month last year. January to September wheat imports are now 10.2 million tons, 
up 54% on last year. The current pace of wheat imports points to the possibility of China buying more than the record 13.3 million tons sold last year. Moving to the Black Sea, Wilton says the Russians are easing back on wheat sales. Russian exports are showing signs of slowing, as October loadings are set to fall below last year's volume. This would be the first monthly year-over-year decrease this season. Some are saying the decrease is because of greater government intervention. And moving to the Southern Hemisphere. Harvest is progressing in Australia, and yields are better than expected. Local analysts are now talking about a 26 to 28 million ton crop, compared to the USDA's 24.5 million ton estimate. In Argentina, badge decreased the condition of Argentina's wheat crop by 2% to 11%, good to excellent. This is the same condition as last year's crop. Argentina is continuing to peg its production at 16.2 million tons, but that would be a 30% improvement over last year. While late rains should help, Wilton says it will not reverse much of the drought damage. This is Mercantile's overall take on the current wheat market. Well, the funds are short, and more buying by China might be a concern to them. South American weather, Ukrainian logistics, Chinese demand, and a widening window for U.S. exports of wheat will be the market drivers. In our view, wheat is getting too cheap, so we think holding to the new year, when we expect better prices, will be the best strategy. Michael Wilton is with Mercantile Consulting Venture in Winnipeg. His comments come from the weekly Sask Wheat Market Report. You're listening to Sask Ag Today on 620 CKRM. We'll be back right after this. You're tuned in to Saskag Today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskag Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. The Farming for Health Committee presented a sizable check to the Health Foundation of East Central Saskatchewan on Saturday night. Health Foundation Executive Director Ross Fisher says the funds will be used to purchase new medical equipment for the Yorkton Regional Health Centre. Yes, it was terrific, actually. We had a bunch of people or representatives from our Farming for Health Committee uh, attend gala and they presented the foundation at a check for uh, $278,956 which was a really good year like obviously we had a had a had a had a very good year this year and that's net revenue that'll that'll go towards equipment that we need in the hospital that actually brings the total for farming for health to $2,318,000 over the course of 11 years and this year those funds are going to um well, we have three priority items this year we're raising money for an echocardiogram machine another ultrasound machine and diagnostic imaging as well we're raising money for new maternity equipment. Uh, We have expanded the services that are available in maternities and we want uh, more equipment in the hospital so newborns with some complications don't have to automatically go to Regina but can be attended to here. And we are uh, restarting slowly the orthopedic surgery program so we're buying some equipment to enable those surgeries to be done. So these funds will will go towards uh, that purpose and and help us actually start new programs in the hospital. He notes they harvested two different types of crops this year. 
this year we um, we farmed canola on the on the on the Queen Street land that we have, which is across from Humpty's. There's about 385 acres there. That was that was all seeded to canola, Nixera canola, donated uh, by Cortiva. And on the land that the city makes available to us on Grain Millers Road, we seeded wheat. Fisher says plans are already underway to seed the land again next spring. Yes, we're planning to uh, continue the Farming for Health program. We will reverse what we do. So wheat will be grown on, on Queen Street next year and the canola will go on, on, on Green Miller's Road. But yes, we intend to continue next year. Farming for Health has become a, an important part of what we do and, and, and the funds we generate to be able to put much needed equipment in the hospital. And as for where next year's money will go? We are thinking, uh, because the government has announced that they're going to move forward with a new hospital, and that is still in its infancy, Doug, um, we're thinking that we're probably going to start setting aside money for the new hospital. Fisher is very thankful for all of the help they received in planting and harvesting this year's crop. I'd like to thank everybody who participates in the Farming for Health project. I mean, there's there's an awful lot of businesses who, who, who come together, and individuals actually, who come together to help us put in the crop and then take off the crop. And um, it's a wonderful extra exercise in building the community and bringing people from, from different businesses and, and different walks of life together. Ross Fisher is the executive director of the Health Foundation of East Central Saskatchewan. Farming for Health this year raised $278,956 for medical equipment at the Yorkton Regional Health Centre. You're listening to Saskag today. Up next is the Market Update. Here's the Market Update with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Grain prices at Viterra were down in early trading today. Durham is down $11.51 at $473.72. Canola is down 20 cents at 641.02. Lentils is down $15 at 765.50. And number one Red Spring wheat is down 61 cents to 333.33. And the rest were unchanged. Feed barley 277.58. Chickpeas 10, uh, 1212.53. Flax 641.04. Oats 289.32. Yellow peas 399.89. And feed wheat two thirty five forty six. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for December is down nine and a half cents at seven dollars and twenty eight and a quarter cents a bushel. Coming up is the livestock report. The Saskag Today Livestock Reports on your voice of Saskatchewan, six twenty CKRM. Livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock, 842-4574. Now here are the latest livestock quotes. This is the market report for the Assiniboia Livestock Auction, October 20th sale. It was a snappy sale. Three to 400 pound steers averaged $4.94 a pound and sold up to $5.14 a pound. Four to 450 pound steers averaged uh, 466 a pound sold up to 479. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged uh, 418 a pound sold up to 479 as well. 5 to 550 pound steers averaged 399 sold up to $4.17. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged 378 a pound sold up to $3.90. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged 370 a pound sold up to 380. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged 360 a pound, sold up to $3.70 a pound. 
uh, some of the, the heifers were about 80 cents back on the heavier end and about 110 cents back on the lighter end. Some of the highlights were 360-pound steers at $5.09 a pound, a load of 430-pound steers at $4.79 a pound, a load and a half of 500-pound steers at $4.17.50 a pound, a load of 500-pound steers at $3.88 a pound, and a load of 600-pound steers at $3.80 a pound. It is a seller market this year. This has been Roy Rutledge reporting. The latest pork prices are at $194.22 per CKG. Up next, the Resource Report. It's the Saskag Today Resource Reports on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. The Bank of Canada says there are clearer signs of the economy cooling and inflation easing as it holds the key interest rate steady at 5%, but it warns that it is prepared to increase rates further if necessary. The central bank says it's still concerned that price growth is easing too slowly and that the inflation rate has been volatile in recent months. The Bank of Canada is projecting that economic growth will continue to be weak well into next year before picking back up late next year. A new survey finds Canadian business leaders increasingly see climate change plans as good for their bottom line. The survey commissioned by Bank Montreal includes 700 small and medium business leaders in Canada and the U.S. It found that 62% of those in Canada see a climate change plan as good for business, up from 47% in the survey last year. Other pressures such as inflation, interest rates, labor shortages and supply chain bottlenecks, however, still rank as more pressing. On the markets, the TSX is down 12 points at 18,974. The Dow is down 76 points to 33,064. Oil is up $1.14 at $84.88 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at 72.50 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, you can tune in to the on-demand Sask Ag Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Wednesday's edition of Sask Ag Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.